0: You're now listening to Jesus is the Truth with Ashley Moore from Obey Christ. May God bless you. Hi guys, welcome back. I'm so happy that you joined me today. Guys, we are officially in season two. So I did decide to go ahead and just have each season consist of 12 episodes. For that reason, we are officially in season two, so yay! And guys, actually, we're going to start this season off really strong because this week will include three episodes of Jesus is the Truth podcast. Not, And that wasn't necessarily done on purpose. It's just how (laughs) the Lord wanted it to be because there's a lot to say. So having said that, let's go ahead and start off with episode one of season two which is today's episode so as you can see by the title this particular episode is all about our feelings and oh my gosh there is so much to talk about when it comes to our feelings, isn't it? There's so much to say about this topic, you guys. So yeah, let's go ahead and get started, you guys. The title may or may not be along the lines of don't let your feelings lead you to hell. So don't let your feelings lead you to hell. Um, because they very well can if you allow them to. So let's get into it. Um, The first passage I want to take from Galatians, Galatians chapter two, verse 20. And it reads, I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith. In the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. Amen. Let's go ahead and go to the next passage, which comes from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 through 24. In reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of deceit, and that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of truth. Amen. The last verse. See, you guys, I told you they were brief passages. This time. The last verse comes from Colossians uh, chapter three, verse five. And it reads, therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire and greed, which amounts to idolatry. Again, that was from Colossians chapter three, verse five. Okay, guys, so let's go ahead and dive into it. I just wanted to let you guys know and remind you all that your feelings can very well lead you to hell if you allow them to as members of the body of Christ, as born again, Christians, We don't obey our flesh. We do not obey our flesh. We literally, spiritually speaking, okay. Okay. Where it matters. Remember that. We have died to the flesh. It says here in Galatians chapter two, verse 20, I have been crucified with Christ. It doesn't say I will be it doesn't say when Jesus comes back for the remnant, I'll be crucified with Christ. No, you were crucified with Christ. I've already been crucified with Christ. You've already been crucified with Christ. The day you accepted him as your Lord and savior, the day you humbled yourself and bowed your knee to him and submitted yourself to him, you made a decision, okay, to follow him, to pick up your cross and follow him. That does not include your feelings and what you feel like doing. Um, it includes <laughs> following the Lord's commandments. It includes being obedient to what he has called you to do. And I have a point here in my notes that says feelings are useful and they are, but can be dangerous when left unchecked. <laughs> you guys, I love a good checking. I think I prefer to do be the one, of course, doing the checking. <laughs> I don't like to get checked, although I do get checked. I don't like to get checked, but uh, I do get checked, of course, from time to time. Um, and... It's, it's all good because it's for my own good. It's for my own edification and maturity and growth. It's called correction. And it also helps with humility and it helps to build character overall, honestly. But uh, back to what I was saying about feelings being useful. So they're useful in the sense that we ought to have a heart of flesh and what that means to say is a softened heart, one that um <laughs> one that easily loves and forgives others, one that is close to God and can f- feel God's presence. Yeah, these things are these things are super important and they do make a difference in your walk with Christ. But the difficulty comes in when You begin to kind of just lead with your emotions and your feelings. And no one can tell you nothing. No one can tell you nothing about you and your feelings, you and your emotions. Because when you feel something, that's what it is. And how you feel is what it is. And you just write, and your feelings are right. And yeah, that that's where it gets dangerous, because now it becomes it can easily become an idol. Actually, Colossians chapter three, verse five uh, confirms this. It confirms how your feelings can become an idol. It says, therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire and greed, which amounts to idolatry. So as you can see, passion is. Just because you're passionate about something doesn't necessarily mean it's from God. Just because you feel passionate about a thing doesn't necessarily mean you should go forth and do it or that it came from God. It could just be a desire of your flesh. You just feeling like doing something or getting involved in something that the Lord did not tell you to do or to get involved in. But we cannot, and there is another scripture that I have not included here, but it. It talks about how we should not obey our heart. Like our our heart is deceptive. Like it can deceive us. It links right back to our feelings again. And it's just like, uh, your heart is not a reputable source of wisdom. (laughs) The Holy Spirit is. What does the Holy Spirit tell you in this hour? What is he saying? The Lord's angels are reputable. What are, what are they saying? Okay. These are reputable sources. These are sources from heaven. Listen to the Holy Spirit, be obedient. And, and this actually brings me to my next point, which is allow the Holy Spirit to be your feeling checker. AKA convict you. So allow the Holy Spirit to check you and your feelings. Cause he'll do that if you let him. And what I mean by if you let him, if you're truly Holy Spirit filled, you will be convicted upon doing anything that is not of God. Like you'll be convicted on sight in that moment, right then and there, no matter where type of thing. Okay, the Lord is very timely in that way. <laughs> so what happens is the idea is that you listen and obey. So if the if I feel convicted by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is saying, no, don't do that. Don't touch that. Or no, you shouldn't listen to this or you shouldn't go there or don't talk to that. Per-, you know, whatever the case is. The idea is that I honor what the Holy Spirit is telling me to do and I obey and I follow his command. I follow his advice. What happens though, over time, slowly but surely, when you ignore the voice of the Holy Spirit, whenever he tells you to do something, to say something, to go somewhere, or to not do something, to not say something, or to not go into a place, or to not listen to a thing, or whatever the case is, to not watch something, Okay, and you, you go ahead and do it anyway. Um, You just entered into rebellion. And maybe at first, you could blame it on the fact that you weren't sure. Um, But when you become sure, and the Lord knows the difference. He, he can tell when you know the difference because it's in the heart, it's in the, in the mind. So he can see all of that and read all of that, even though you have convinced yourself otherwise, and you've gotten to the point where you're a professional convincer of yourself. So you've convinced yourself all by yourself and now you believe your own lie. Okay. So you lie to yourself and now you believe your own lie. So yeah, definitely be careful with that. Then we have, think about all the desires of the flesh and how it usually wants you involved in actions that mean you no good. You guys. Think about, I mean, honestly, the list is so long of things I can think about and list. I'm not going to list everything, but I'll just list a couple of things like, Eating what you want to eat, when you want to eat it, all times of the night, the amount, like the quantity of that thing that you want to eat. These are all desires of the flesh. It's the flesh, y'all. It's your feelings. It's our feelings. And we have to be careful with that. Then you have the thing about not waking up early when the Lord told you to get up and pray. I've been there. Y'all, I'm still working on this. Because I want to be super consistent, and I will be. I'm going to be get to the point where I'm super consistent and waking up super early while it's still dark. I'm going to get to that point where it's going to be a uh, just a part of my daily routine, waking up while it's still dark and spending time with the Lord. That's me. That's where I'll be very soon. But for now, am I fickle? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Nope. Why? Why am I fickle? The flesh. It will to sleep. I'm tired. And I have this thing where I go to bed really late. Like we're talking wee hours of the morning. That's what I'm f- just then closing my eyes and going to sleep just to have to wake up early all over again because I wake up with my husband, which I thank God for him and his work schedule because honestly, it helps to keep me on track but my point is, it, sh- it shouldn't be his work schedule that's helping me to be on track. It should be me just being obedient to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit been told me to get up anyway, long before my husband's alarm went off. Does that make sense? Like, why am I being more obedient to my husband's alarm than I am to the Holy Spirit? That ain't cute, y'all. It ain't ain't nothing about that cute. And the Lord doesn't always necessarily have me to get up. Like it's not necessary for me to get up every morning. I don't always feel the Lord nudging for me to wake up and pray. Like some, like the Lord, he also wants us to get rest. But what I'm trying to say is the times that he does, like I ought to get up. And sometimes I do, but sometimes I don't. And I'm working on that. And that's just me being honest and transparent. What are you working on? Do you always obey the Holy Spirit when he tells you to get up super, super early while it's still dark and to pray? These are questions, good questions to ask yourself. So what we ought to do is develop discipline in the Holy Spirit. So I think it's really important that We pray over ourselves and speak life over ourselves because the spirit that the Lord has given us is of power, love, and self discipline, self control. And this is not only when it comes to working hard, but also being healthy, maintaining a balanced diet, and workout schedule and really everything else that we ought to do that is good for us that necessarily does not come easy for us to do, but requires developing some sort of uh, regimen that is based in consistency and developed self discipline. And again, you guys, the spirit that the Lord gave us, which is the Holy Spirit, is a spirit of self-discipline. Amen. So always remember as a member of the body of Christ, you have everything you need to do what God has called you to do and to do it in a way that prospers you, to do it in a way that is healthy, to do it in a way where you feel peace. Everything we need is on is on the inside of us as Holy Spirit field believers everything we need is already on the inside of us we won't be flawlessly perfect in every area all the time you know what i mean like that's not the lord already knows that we won't be like that um while we're here in this earth we're going to have flaws the idea is that you're striving to be like that though like where is your mindset Is your mindset like, oh, whatever, just you just gave up and you've just, you know, sat in the excuse of being wrapped in flesh, being a human here in the earth. And you're just like, whatever it is, what it is. Guys, while it's easy to have those moments and to kind of have the little self-pity parties and stuff like that, I totally get it. But that is not. If, if, Okay, those thoughts should be fleeting. If you're truly Holy Spirit filled, if you're truly submitted to the Lord, those type of thoughts should be fleeting and instantly rebuked afterwards. There should be a constant effort toward working on yourself. You should have a mindset to want to do better. We bounce back as followers of Christ, as believers, as members of the body of Christ, We bounce back. Um, I don't remember. I want to say it's in Proverbs, but I don't remember exactly the book where this scripture is that I'm about to reference. But I'm sure you guys have heard it before. Where it says the righteous man falls seven times and gets back up again but the, an evil man will fall once and basically that one fall will destroy him. There's a certain type of like stamina and endurance and resilience that comes with being Holy Spirit filled. Amen. Let us embrace that. Let's not take advantage of the fact that, Oh, I'm going to do this today, even though I know I shouldn't, but I'll do better tomorrow. <laughs> and it's like, Guys, I've been there, I've done that, I get it, and I I still have my moments where I eat things I shouldn't eat, and I'm just like, whatever, I'll do better next time, (laughs) or same thing with working out, I'll say I'm going to work out, but then I don't, and it's like, okay, I'll do better next time, and it's like, "Mm." how much longer are you just going to kind of just be in that place? So honestly, thank you, Holy Spirit, this message is for me. I don't know about y'all. I don't know. Uh, listen, if it ain't bless you, it bless me. So I thank you, Holy Spirit. I just, I just feel like this message blessed me because while sometimes it's easy to focus on one area of your life, like right now, recently at least, I've been focusing heavily on my consistency as it pertains to my work and my God-given assignment. And, uh, yeah, I've been focusing heavily on that and I've been praying and asking God to help me with that. And I've been leaning on the Lord for strength with that and everything. And he's been providing, he's been faithful. Amen. But what happened to the everything else? Surely, surely the Lord does not want for me to be prospering in one area and not the other area. He doesn't want us to prosper financially and in our career and then have a really terrible like physical health. Um, He doesn't want our physical health to suffer. He doesn't want us to suffer in any way that will harm us. Other than to build us up. And what I mean by that is sometimes we suffer in our feelings and in our emotions because people say things that hurt our feelings. That's not what I mean by the Lord doesn't want us to suffer. If that's the case, yeah, suffer on because he's just like them feelings need to die. And so does your will. So until that day, you just gonna have to be feeling the pain of your feelings. Like that's not, he don't care nothing about that part because he wants to build our faith. He wants to build up our faith. He wants to build up our character in the sense that we have this like resilient faith. And, you know, we can take a blow. We could take a hit and we know how to navigate in the spirit realm when it comes to spiritual warfare and, standing our ground knowing that we've done all we can do and he wants us to be equipped in that way and yes that will require us taking some hits and maybe you want to consider that suffering for example what I mean is he doesn't want us to suffer due to just simply lack of knowledge and lack of self-discipline because both of those are abundant in Christ Jesus as long as we (laughs) Do what he told us to do, which is seek the kingdom of God first. Lean not on our own understanding, but in all of our ways, acknowledge him. In all our ways. If you go back and read that scripture, you won't find any exceptions to the ways. He doesn't say, just come to me when you need help with your bills. He's not saying, just call him when you need help, you guys. Or when it gets really, really bad and you just can't take it anymore. No, you were, you were supposed to have casted them cares on him a long time ago. Okay. And not only that guys, but when it comes to our health, we were supposed to have given that to him a long time ago too. Lord, build me up, build me up. I need more discipline in this area. Lord, I'm lacking discipline in this area. I want to, I want to eat. And not overeat, but just eat what I need to eat. And Lord, I want to have a desire to incorporate (laughs) more healthy foods in my diet. God, this is really my prayer. Like, for real. Because I don't mind salads. I actually really enjoy a good salad. I like the, the flavor of, like, ingredients like that with, like, vinegar and oil. The same thing with, that's why I like Subway a lot. I really like salad type of ingredients when it's mixed, mixed together with dressing. Now I am a dressing girl. I'm not one of those that just like a rabbit, just eating the lettuce and whatever carrots. And that's all. No, just dry. No, I'm not there. Mm-mm. I need at least a vinaigrette. I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> But yeah, my point is, yeah, guys, I know I need to be eating more of that more. I know I need to to eat more things like that like on a regular basis if anything most of the time actually we can bring these things to the lord you guys because it boils down to self-discipline it really does and the lord wants us to lean on him for that and to come to him for that because it's all about your heart posture and he he sees that you really want to do right. And maybe you just need a, another push or you just need a little help. Then that's where you can get, you can go to him for that. And then sometimes what he tells you to do won't look like how you think it should look. Maybe it will require you going on a fast. Maybe there's healing that needs to take place. Maybe there's deliverance that needs to take place. Don't forget about the issue of the boy who needed deliverance and his father brought him to the the disciples to Jesus's disciples for deliverance and they could not deliver the little boy so long story short Jesus delivered the little boy and um the disciples then went and asked Jesus why they couldn't deliver him why they weren't successful in delivering the little boy and then Jesus and Jesus replied that this kind comes out through fasting and praying like this kind comes out through fasting. Certain things can only be broken off of you. Certain demons will not lose their hold <laughs> unless a, unless you hit a certain level of sacrifice, uh, a certain level of dying in your flesh. Those demons are attached to a certain comfort that you hold on to. And as soon as you drop that comfort, as soon as you do away with that comfort and dismantle it, he has to go. So that's why the Lord said these kind come out by fasting and praying. So fasting is so essential. And that's why I repeat it. So often, that's, like, one of my go-to things. Um, Another thing is seek God for instruction regarding your fast. Like, don't just say, okay, I'm going to fast for this long and I'm not going to do this, this, this. Like, (laughs) actually consider what the Holy Spirit has to say about what type of fast he wants you to go on, for how long, and what exactly are you fasting from. Um, what are the conditions and regulations of your fast, et cetera, et cetera. Get some guidance from the Lord. I feel like why not? So yeah, you guys, that is it for this particular episode. I hope it blessed you. The idea is that you die to yourself and stop obeying your feelings. You guys don't listen to your feelings when it's leading you outside of the will of God. And you know what the will of God is for your life. Even if you don't read the Bible all the time, you have a general understanding, especially if you're saved, okay. And you're doing what saved folk do, which is read the Bible regularly and expose um, ourselves to the Word of God in one way or another, whether whether it's reading the Bible, or or um, like physically reading the Bible or listening okay to the word of God listening to someone preach or minister or whatever the case is and yeah so however you are feeding your spirit and some of you guys to be honest are not feeding your spirit enough I mean your spirit is starving and truth be known that's why your flesh so strong anyway that's why your feelings got a chokehold on you even now it's because your spirit man is starving how often do you pray? How often do you listen to someone preach the gospel? How often do you read your Bible? How often do you get into the presence of the Lord? How often do you meditate on the word of God? How often are you doing these things? I promise you, whatever number <laughs> or whatever amount of times you come up with once you finish calculating, I promise you it is has a direct correlation with how difficult it is or is not for you to obey your feelings. So yeah, you guys, be mindful of your feelings. Check them things. Let the Holy Spirit help you. He's there for that. Stop denying him. Stop hushing him (laughs) every time he speak up you turn the music up louder you turn the tv up louder you better stop that because he's gonna one day be quiet and when he quiet you're gonna be looking for him but um you guys please embrace the holy spirit and his position in your life to help you to comfort you to guide you to assist you in every way (laughs) okay accept his help this is the help of the lord don't say you ain't got no help don't say you out here struggling don't say you by yourself because that's a lie and if you feel like you by yourself sometimes we do feel alone sometimes we may not hear the lord like we always like we get accustomed to hearing the Lord and spending a lot of time with the Lord and suddenly he may be quiet. Sometimes that does happen, but not for long, not for long at all. And when it does happen, I'm pretty sure there's a good reason for it. It's, that's something that I've heard a lot of, um, especially leaders, but a lot of people go through it. So don't worry, don't fret, meditate day and night on the word of God And build up your spirit, man. Build up your strength in this way. Sharpen your sword in this way. Reading the word of God, exposing yourself to the word of God, and meditating on the word of God. Doing these things equip you to to not give in to your feelings. So that's why we should do it. And uh, yeah, them feelings, those feelings are... They're interesting. You got to watch them. They're sneaky. They're sneaky and they can be deceitful. So guard your heart. Be careful. Be wise. Okay, guys, that's it. I'm going to go ahead and close on that note. Don't let your feelings lead you to hell. I'm just saying. Watch them feelings. We all got to do it. All right, guys. Love you. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you guys later. Bye.